We are up to Simon Kuf Ayin Vav. Uh, it's got one Simon, one Sif, and that's what we'll be doing. Berach al Hapas. If you said Hamotzi on the bread, Poter es Haparperis. That covers the Parperis. What is the Parperis? Dahainu. Pirure pas dak dak shedipkam imorok odvash. The minag was that they used to begin the meal with breadcrumbs that were stuck together with some form of gravy or honey. So the halachi is that the hamotzi on the bread covers the parperis. Berach ala parperis. Whereas if you made a brach on the parperis, lo patros it didn't cover the bread. Now parperis is breadcrumbs that are small, they're less than a kazayas, and they're stuck together. The Mishtabura speaks out that they did not have Torah lechem. They did not look like bread. As a result of it, the rule we had seen previously was that if you take bread, you break it down into pieces that are, that are smaller than a kazayas, you stick them together in a way that they no longer resemble bread, it becomes barei mine mezonis. Therefore, if you made a bracha of mezonis on the parperis, you could not cover the bread. Hagah, to which the Ramah adds, berech ala parperis poter maisa if you set a mazonis on the parperis, that will cover a mazonos dish, shahu daisa vakayotsabo, some kind of cereal, an oatmeal. The chenim birachal maisa kadeira, if you set mazonis on the maisa kadeira, poteris a parperis, because the halachi is that a parperis, when you stick it together and it doesn't have Torah lechem, in halacha is classified as a maisa kadeira, it's a dish. So if you make mazonis on one dish, it covers another dish whose bracha is also mazonis. Now, the halach is, is, is as follows. In those days, they used to have, um, they used to have uh, um, this parperis for one of two reasons. First, it tasted good, and people liked the way it tasted. The other thing was that it also gave people an appetite. Now, there's a big difference between the two. Let's say one has parperis before he washes. So it says, Berachala parperis, lo pateris hapas. Does he say a bracha achrona on the parperis before the meal? So, we said that there were two reasons um, why someone may have eaten parperis. One may have eaten it because he liked the taste of it, and the other one did it for the sake of working up an appetite. If you ate the parperis as an appetizer, it is part of the meal, and therefore you would not have to say a bracha achrona, it would be covered by benching. Whereas, if you're having it for the sake of taste, uh, if, if you're having it just because it tastes good, so it really needs uh, it really needs a brachachrona. And what you'll have to do is say a brachachrona. If you didn't say a brachachrona and you already said hamotzi, so when you bench, you should have explicit kavana that you want the birkas hamazun to cover the parperis that you had at, before the meal. The Mishnah brings a yeshomrim. He brings an opinion that let's say you're having a parperis before the meal and you're having it because it tastes good. But you also plan on having this parperis during the meal. Now, during the meal, um, it, is, it is going to be a real suffix whether or not it is covered by the motzi. We say that it is covered by the motzi, but the truth of the matter is that it may not be, um, because if you're just having it to, for taste, it could be considered not machmas asu, then wouldn't be covered by the motzi. The advantage of your having eaten the parperis before the meal is that you made a bracha on it, and this way you will definitely cover the parperis that you're eating during the meal. According to this Yesh Omrim, since your bracha on the parperis before the meal accomplished something for the sake of the suuda, it is definitely covered by birkas hamazen, and you would not have to say a, a bracha achrona. 
Based on that, the Mishnah Brewer says, he gives, gives us um, several halachas with regard to eating before you wash. Um, say before the meal, you decide that you want to have something. At what point would you have to say a bracha achrona on it before the meal? And at what point would we say that it is covered by benching? So let's take the very first case. The Mishnah Brewer says, what if you're having Kiddush on Shabbos? You have wine, right after it you have cake, and then you're going to wash and have the meal. Do you say a bracha achrona on your cake or not? Says the Mishnah Brewer. Cake, we learned back in the halachas of Paskisnin, um, most cakes are Suffolk Paskisnin, Suffolk Pasgomer. There were three opinions in defining Paskisnin. It was either something that is filled, a dough that was filled before baking, it was a dough that itself was sweet, or it's something that is thin and brittle. We make a mazonis on all three, but it's really misafik. Any one of those three may very well be hamotzi. It's only the other two, it, it, it's only one opinion in each case that holds that it's cake, and the other two considered it bread. So let's say you're having that during a meal. The, the Mishtabura had paskin that it's a suffix, and you don't make a bracha. So say for Kiddush, you went ahead and, uh, and, and had cake. But it's the kind of cake that according to some opinion may really be bread. So uh, according to that, it does not pay to make a bracha of uh, of uh, al before the meal, because the truth is that it may very well be bread and should need birkas hamazen, which you're going to bench anyway. The mishtabur therefore paskins that if you make kiddush, you have wine and you have cake, and that cake is something that according to two out of the three opinions is is not really paskisman, or even if one of them. It, unless it is something that is brittle, sweet, and filled before baking, it would be suffix pas, suffix pas kisnin. Therefore, you should wait and cover that in benching. And of course, have kavana that your benching cover that explicitly. What happens if you're eating fruit before the meal? So the Mishnah Brewer says that you should say a bracha achrona before you eat, before you wash, um, unless you plan on eating fruit during the meal. Fruit during the meal needs a bracha. If by eating the fruit before the meal, you're covering the fruit during the meal, that incorporates your eating now into the meal, and you would not have to make a bracha achrona. It would be covered by benching. So once again, cake before the meal, don't say a bracha achrona, but have kavana in benching. Fruit before the meal, the halacha would be you should say a bracha achrona unless you plan on eating fruit during the meal. Now, um, with regard to eating before the meal, things that during the meal would definitely not have needed a bracha. Um, you're eating something that's not fruit, not cake. You're eating some kind of dish that you're going to eat during the meal also. Say you want a piece of meat before, before the meal. The halachi is you should say a bracha achrona. It's not covered by the Birkas HaMazen because you didn't, wa- you didn't wash it. It's not part of your suda. It requires a bracha achrona now. You're making a bracha and it doesn't accomplish anything for the meal because during the meal you're potter for making a bracha on this anyhow. Uh, therefore, you should make a bracha achrona. What happens if you're eating something before the meal as an appetizer? For example, something salty, something sour. There the Mishnah Brewer says, we're talking about you're eating this before hamotzi. You should not say a bracha achrona. Benching definitely covers this. Then as a rule, the Mishnah Buras says that generally speaking, it's not right to eat something just before the meal, because you're causing for a bracha shein tzricha. Um, he suggests that unless you really, really, really feel, I, I want to eat this thing now and don't want to wait till I wash, 
you put it off, eat it during the meal, and not have any questions with regard to Brachach Rona.